Hello and welcome back to Black Cow Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're back for another episode of Archer, Vicious Coupling, written, of course, by Adam Reed. I really enjoyed this episode as it was a, a continuation of an arc we're starting this season, which is the maturity or lack thereof of Archer's characterization. And I think that finding himself really at the beginning of this episode kind of sums up where he is in his life. You don't have any friends. Nobody likes you. Particularly in his love life. Because one can argue that Pam's always down to clown but at the beginning of the episode we see she is desperate to put out a fire i'm guessing cheryl started before we jump into the recap wherever you listen to this podcast podbean stitcher apple podcast spotify go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well like share subscribe and if you want to send feedback blackercouch at gmail.com So there's a fire in the trash can because Cheryl was inspired by the firefighters they met earlier and are currently going to go on dates with. She does use what looks like water in Archer's cup to put it out, but it's not water. It was grappa. So, of course, Googled what the hell is grappa. It's made by distilling the pomace, a blend of grape seeds, stalks, and stems left over from the winemaking process. That's some low-level, I heard it tastes disgusting, even though they said it briefly in the article I was reading, that it has refined itself, some bottom of the barrel. It just shows just the full extent of the alcoholism that is both Archer and Mallory's huge issue. The women ditch Archer's invitation to buy him drinks at Friday happy hour because they have dates, meaning the fruit of a date poem. I'm disrespectful as the fuck. No, an actual romantic partner that Pam intends to have sex with because she said my cooch has hobwebs on it. And I was like, that's oddly relatable. In this moment Krieger has his weird anime wife mother has her husband and Lana is back to banging Cyril oh lord again a fucking game nothing new nothing changed same old shit same old fucking something Archer finds out along with Mallory because it's like we did get a room <laughs> um Archer uses a whistle so that Cyril cannot be spoken, but he does want to know why Lana has gotten back together with with Cyril, even though she says, I don't have to explain myself to you. She indeed does. Because in a way, he has to understand that being lonely sucks. He's looking around. Everyone's got partners. He's like, I'm handsome. Why, why am I the person that's single and lonely? And since the relationship with Cyril seems to be on some very strict and dominating ground rules, it's clear 
he's just a placeholder for her neglected pussy, which is the third saddest thing that Archer has heard that day. The first being a little girl drowning trying to save a puppy, and the second was the puppy drowning too. He offers to bang her instead of her settling for Cyril, knowing that he cheated on her just as much as Archer did. And at least, at least with Archer, it made sense. But with Cyril, you know, he should be worshiping at her feet. How dare he cheat on her? So he offers uh, himself because he's matured. (laughs) She said me and every, uh, me and anyone else who fogs up a mirror. It's like, yeah, um, I have grown though as a person. You just admitted to having that whistle because you showed up at a date rate meeting trying to pick up women. She admits that yes, they are both attracted to each other, but his professions of change fall on deaf ears. And before he can answer how he can prove that he has indeed made some steps forward, he pretends that the actual dialogue happened when he gets a phone call, which is that Katya needs him. So they both fell back into habits to avoid the idea of pursuing anything further with the other. She could have decided at that point to choose Archer over Cyril, but I feel like with Archer, she might get hurt. Whereas with Cyril, it is what it is. And she even admits, I ain't had sex in two years. So, you know... I am too gorgeous to be walking around single and once again, oddly relatable. But I always got the impression though that Archer did love Katya. But on the flip side, she said, if you ever did love me, you would do this thing that's selfless and he does everything that's selfish. So that indicates that he doesn't actually love her, but he loves the idea that they are or what they were at some point in the past because I think that when they first met he they really did have genuine love for each other and he did he stopped drinking he tried to change for her and the idea is that he can get that back but I think that that is nostalgia and he's chasing something that isn't true anymore It's always hard to tell where the deeper meanings are (laughs) in this show because the show could go very funny, but then very dark really quickly. Katya left Sterling for Barry, the last we met them, and instead of romance, she wants him to find the man that he abandoned in space uh, with her declaring if he ever did love her, as I stated earlier, he would help him come home. And he admits to Pam in the break room the next day that he intends to retrieve Barry so that Katya will realize they are meant to be and then dump him, which is in fact the most infantile type of plan, which to me feels like there's no actual um, commitment to it, despite being heavily committed to it. 
it almost feels as if he's just trying to find someone that matters in the same way particularly since he found out that Lana moved on to Cyril and he was right there so now he feels he needs to move on to Katya even though Lana's right there Cheryl just came in with them bruises on her neck and nobody asked any questions (laughs) do you need any assistance you need to call some helplines nope they tell her it's opposite day and she took that shit and ran with it archer goes to krieger to persuade him to help bionic barry build a rocket to get back to earth in exchange for tranquilizer darts and a gun saying that the carnage will be two robots fighting in the streets which is something that gets krieger excited says my penis can only get so erect with his japanese anime wife calling him out on when it wasn't erect it's like i was tired apparently the bathroom is the place to whack off the japanese anime porn and because i know that this is a thing and people do it it's just so weird um and it's gay porn as well like the fishmonger's wife I don't know what that's meant to I, I, I know I can find a meaning in there but I, I kind of don't want to Pam who's in cahoots has sent Cheryl to distract his mother and gets Alana as a bonus trapping them in the room together Krieger reaches out to Barry to help him and does some serious Dr. Phil reading of archer's psyche saying that he needs to sleep with every female he comes across because he feels this emptiness inside where his mother's love should have been not to mention his one friend molested him and wasn't who he said he was he he needs a lot of help professionally that he's not going to get Mallory threatens to fire Cheryl until Lana reminds her she's rich and even the thought of getting her hands on that money for Isis is enough to keep her around and you can see how greedy that bitch was if she even considered that there was money in these boxes. Archer tells Katya that Barry is cheating on her wondering how he can come up with a proof so that she can kill Barry and fall back into his arms. He also keeps robbing the poor man of his flowers and chocolate that he's just trying to take to his boo thing. Blaming it on Cyril, he really hates Cyril, despite his nonchalance at finding out that he gets to bang Lana again. He definitely feels some kind of way that the handsomer and actually attractive option is not an option back in the the file cabinet room i suppose they apparently have been making forts because they have fort kick-ass written on the boxes lana tries to find a way out through the vents and finds out that there are indeed gas canisters in said vents something she thought was a joke it's like why would that be funny Mallory could drink anything that has ethanol in it. She blames Lana for their current predicament, knowing that Archer is just responding to her 
and Cyril's renewed romance. New plan, Krieger needs to read this script because he plans to not have him come home and just wants to get proof of the cheating by having him say keywords that he's going to mixtape together with Pam's not very deft uh, skills at editing. <laughs> and since he really didn't take Krieger's need for that robot fight seriously, he thought it was a good idea uh, to leave him alone with the man thinking he's just going to do what he says. It's like, oh, I'm going to do what you say, but I'm also going to do what I want. And that you thought that wasn't on the table still was on you. <sighs> what is definitely on Pam is what she did to Cyril and Ray while they were unconscious in the bathroom with an octopus that she got on camcorder. I do, of course, love the callback. Like, can I please wake up in a bathroom and you not have molested me, Ray? But he doesn't even get upset because Ray has done exactly that. Call back to uh, the baby shower. <laughs> Seamus episode. That you need to scream, Pam, you better not be filming porn. And Pam is the head of HR. It tells you all you need to know about ISIS workplace environment. Turns out all of this was a ruse on Katya's part because Archer tried to convince her with that poorly edited version of (laughs) Barry cheating and finds out that it was all a ruse to get Archer to actually help Barry get home by using him and his pathetic attempts to separate them against him in her favor. So when he calls her back, all he got was the dial tone. She. And of course, he had all of what he called the naysayers or the people who would easily talk him into the sense of you being used and played, taken out of the picture, leaving him vulnerable to be taken advantage of. And that, of course, is is Archer in a nutshell. He is a conundrum of uh, very toxic behaviors. And he does, in fact, allow himself to be completely thinking he's the smartest one in the room and he's not. Because Homegirl is not only back in Russia, but she's apparently taking over the KGB telling Barry that there's going to be some new ground rules. And despite him saying, oh, honey, I make the rules, I think that she definitely intends to make the rules. It's interesting parallel between Lana and Lana and uh and Katya because they both said yeah no Archer loves me I know that he loves me but I'm still choosing to be with other people that are placeholders for him so that's um that's interesting because she is pursuing something that she really wants though which is the power because she had that whole comrade look on the one dude was like I could be bottom if you want (laughs) to have sex with someone around here 
So really good episode, really funny, of course, a one and done type of thing, but throws a couple of things out there to give you something to think about. So I gave the episode a 9 out of 10. If you want to send feedback, blackercouch at gmail.com or leave a comment below. My social media will be there as well. Like, share, subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic. Bubba, 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 bubba.